lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of TM5 United. I am here with Abner Castellanos, and I am your gracious host, as always, David Donis. Uh, we're going to get into, obviously, the Atlanta United win, finally, at home at the Benz, preview the upcoming game, but uh, coming up on the weekend. But first, Abner, how was your 4th of July, and how does it feel to be a proud American? A-U-S-A! Oh, 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 I'm telling you, man, I was hyped for that game. Nah, 4th of July, um, unfortunately, I actually had to work. Uh, they were like, you can take it off and come to work on Friday, or... Um, take it off and uh, um, and uh, or just work and then be off on Friday. So eh, so I took the have a nice little three day weekend. So um, but it was nice. Least, yeah. Did you at least get off early? Dude, unfortunately, because uh, of the so like I do a route sale. So like uh, every week I have a different route. And uh, unfortunately, to this this Tuesday is my longest route ever. So uh, it happened to be on 4th of July. So even if I start early or start late, I mean, I, it's just a drive there, drive back is it's crazy. But yeah, I didn't get home till about 10. Dang, that's rough. Did you get to do any fireworks? No, but I did get to see them on the way into Atlanta, which that was pretty cool. That's a pretty cool yeah. aspect. There's a lot of fireworks going on, you know, to my left, to my right, right in front of me, going in to see the beautiful city of Atlanta. Um, so that was nice. I mean, it's something different, but you know, my birthday's tomorrow, so that's why I kind of kind of took it uh, took Friday off, so I can go ahead and uh, have a good, nice day weekend. That's good. Is that is are you doing a golf tournament? Uh, well, the golf tournament was that that's what it was earlier. Uh, that was for my birthday. The reason I did it earlier is because a lot of my friends' um, uh, spouses uh, were having babies and. Like most of them are already born, so I had to move it earlier so I could get the most people. And a lot of people travel around this time, so couldn't really get it to. Uh, so that early June date worked best for everybody, and that's what we went with. So all right, all right, cool, cool, yeah, cool. not too bad. Your dad's birthday's coming up too, no? Yeah, his is uh, July eighth, then my older brother's July eighteenth. Wow, well, so, you know, us us handsome people are born in July. I can see the resemblance. Yeah, I guess so, man. I guess yeah. so. I don't know what happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows December's the best. Uh, but yeah, dude, my 4th of July was good. Um, we did, uh, you know, the cookout. Well, we actually cooked out the day before. We had burgers and hot dogs. And the day of, uh, my dad decided to make carne asada. So mm. we had, like, tacos. And I got, like, Corona, too, because it felt, like, refreshing since it's so hot. So I'm like, hey, I made carne asada and having Corona on the 4th of July. Uh, but, hey, you know. What's more American than tacos, right? <laughs> hey, look, Corona, you know, that just brings out the family. Yeah. The family. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, it, it rained a little bit, but then it cleared up. So we were able to get out there around nine-ish and do our fireworks, you know, no pyro, no party. So um, you know, right. me, me and my little brother are primarily the ones lighting them up and letting them go. So, um, yeah, it was fun. It was a good 4th of July. And, uh, we'll get everybody, to it later. Everybody uh, kept their fingers yeah, I got That's all night. I got like all eight fingers so far. So nice, good. nice. I guess you're normal. <laughs> yeah, it's better, it's better than most years. Hey, so anyways, Amr, let's get into it. As I said, finally, uh, Lenny United wins at home 2-0. Uh, 
We talked about it before, much needed win, especially after the drubbing we got from New York 4-0. Um, so the game started off in the right direction. Like we always talk about, we need to get that first goal early as possible. It can't get, or early, it can't get as early as the seventh minute, and that's when uh, Amada took a free kick, which pretty interesting, dude, because when he's lining up for that free kick, I'm like, dude, that's not 10 yards. You saw where they were at, dude? That'll oh, be like man. seven yards, and uh, so the, the, so his shot hits the wall, and then boom! Just like we all become accustomed to Amada, scores a banger off the uh, off the rebound, um, gets the first goal for Atlanta United, seventh minute, beautiful, beautiful goal. That's all Amada himself. Mm. And then uh, the game goes back and forth for a while. It was pretty even actually. There was times where uh, Philadelphia really had us uh, pinned back, uh, but then we were able to get. Um, get on finally in the second goal to kind of kill the game off where Brooks Lennon scores in the 79th minute um, off an assist from Almada so a great great game from Almada great that Lennon got that goal uh, it was getting frustrating for a little while because you're like dang somebody just shoot the dang ball and finally Brooks shot it in and guess what the ball goes in so that puts us up 2-0 we cruise no crazy Atlanta United blunders like we usually do when we let one goal back in the game in the last five minutes we're like oh my god come on um, the, the tough part was uh, Gigi came off early and then like around the 30th minute with it appears to be a hamstring injury. I haven't heard any updates yet. Um, you know, it, it obviously it'd be the 4th of July um, weekend and everything. Um, I doubt that, you know, doctors were open or anything like that. So I'm hoping it's not anything too serious, but uh, man, he just can't stay healthy, huh? Yeah, dude, it's tough, bro. Uh, it was, um, you know, first of all, that 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 goal, that reaction, right? I mean, I think more than anything, that's that's killer right there. That was a beautiful goal. And uh, Brooks Lennon, man, yeah, he had, a, you know, he's he's working towards, you know, I don't know if you heard what he said after the game that he's uh, he was really disappointed that he wasn't able to get on that uh, Gold Cup roster. Um, but thankfully for us, you know, he's been killing it for us. So, um, but you know, any any uh, soccer player, their goals and. You know they they want to represent their country that's that's one of the most uh uh the best gift that they can you know they can give is to represent your country so um i hope he gets called up you know um for any future tournament that we may have uh but yeah back to the game dude um everything's going well and then, uh, when i saw gg bro i was like it was a non-contact foul you know what it reminded me is when guzan and miles rap robinson both went down yeah and I was like, no, man, not again, please. And, uh, you know, luckily, you know, I mean, I think he's definitely going to miss a couple games. I mean, uh, what uh, Coach Pineda was saying, even he even said that uh, before the um, the game was that, you know, he just completed a full year of soccer, meaning, you know, European. Um, and obviously, you know, most European clubs, they start in like what they start in um, August. And then go into about uh, May, depending on Champions League and all that. Uh, so it's a lot of games that they put their bodies through, and you know, Gigi has done that playing overseas. Right. Um, so they were trying to manage that, and I mean, unfortunately, you know, sometimes it it just happens. Whether you know, I mean, it can happen to anybody, but I mean, I think that takes a big toll off him. Uh, but for us, you know, not having him on the roster really changes our dynamic up front. Man, I just hope he. Uh, Heals up quickly because uh, we're definitely going to need him on this uh, second uh, second part of the season. Yeah, no, I uh, agreed, and you know we just we we're, we're not getting that same production anywhere near when we have uh, you know we're relying on Barry or whatever combination we try to throw up there. Uh, so Gigi's huge for our team. 
Um, so pretty interesting uh, coming to this game because it looked like we had a bit of a form formation change. I know football blisters at a 3-4-2-1, uh, maybe like a 3-3-5-1 sort of. Um, uh, but it's pretty interesting. You had uh, you had Chol in there right behind Gigi, um, and then you had the three uh, three defenders in the back with Hernandez, Burata, and Abraham, um, and then Gutman you know, didn't start this game, which you know him and Brooks Lennon pretty much start every game when they're healthy. So pretty interesting because it, it, it looked like Pineda did this to to counter uh, Philadelphia Union because they have you know those, uh, they're pretty quick on that on the counter and have those strikers that kind of hit you hit you fast. So it, it obviously it looked like it paid off because we you know we, we I think they only had one shot on goal but we had we also had a lot of blocks. So what did you make of the the lineup changes and some of the personnel changes? Um yeah, I mean I, I, it was a good tweak. I liked it. Um I was I was first uh you know and I I hate to say it we'll get into it later uh with Goodman that starting that game. I was I was wondering what was going on and as I started started seeing the game, I started seeing oh okay. Essentially, we're going to play with five in the back, but more as a wing back, three center backs, kind of hold, kind of hold that flank, get that two v one situations on both ends, on both flanks. Um, and dude, it worked to perfection, and I loved it. I think Hernandez had a great game. I think Abram had a great. I think they, they had a great game, and it's it was exciting. You know, it's, as much as. Uh, uh, formation change. I think a lot of people are digging into like, oh, it was a formation change. It's it's more of a situational, right? Um, what I used to work with my boys is um, when we used to get ready for playoffs. Is when we, if we were ever down one zero, we just needed a goal. I would, I, I forgot. I don't know if it was like a word or I just tell them, and they would switch to like a more attacking formation uh, because you know. In high school, you know, run, the run, the clock doesn't stop, so it just keeps running. So you have to make those adjustments in the game, or depending who you play. Um, so I think Coach Veneta did great uh, and uh, attacked the uh, attacked the Philadelphia, where you know they were surprised by it. And you know, yeah, we we held our own, but we also you know looked really well, and I was really excited to see that. You did uh, you did those baseball signs where you like you know would touch your nose, touch your ear, cross your chest, yeah. and they would be like, all right. Let's do the Abner switch up plan. <laughs> That's exactly. Actually, I would do uh, I would do sprints and then I would uh, do some push-ups, jumping jacks. Dang, you, you, know, <laughs> you know you don't you know you don't have the body to do that anymore. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> you know, maybe one jumping jack and one push-up. But but no, I liked it, David. Uh, what about you? What you what you think of it? Yeah, you know, I, it was kind of surprising to see it because we had talked about how how well Tyler Wolf was doing. Um, and we kind of had Joel come in at, at that spot instead of Tyler Wolf, and then Tyler Wolf would come in later in the game and replace him. Uh, but I like that Pineda seems to not be as rigid as we, as he was earlier in the season. It looks like he's willing to change some, which I think it's good because you know each team is going to be a different challenge. Um, and then Chol was, you know, the, he he got himself into a lot of dangerous positions. I'm not gonna say he had a great game because there were some times where he turned the ball over in a bad spot or he didn't make the right decision. But there were a couple of times where he really got into open space. There was that one um, play he had earlier in the game where he, he was able to get a, a good cross into the box. And I think Gigi um, hit, hits the shot first time and the keeper saves it. And if the shot was a little bit better, that probably would have been a goal and assist there for Chol. Um, so I like that he's able to run into space. I don't know if we're going to see this again, but I mean, I, it's nice to have something like this that we could use um, if, if need be. So I liked it. Um, 
And obviously, you know, we'll get into this a little bit more, but you know, Andrew Gutman was left off, um, he came off the bench. I'm assuming it's because of the, the trade rumor that, that, well, it's confirmed now, but it was a rumor back then um, that he's getting traded to Colorado. Um, but before we get into that, um, we had uh, Alonso came into the 86th minute. So good to see him back into the lineup. Um, not sure where he's at, if he's ever going to start a game, but at least, you know, and now everybody's getting back to health, uh, getting match fit ready, and that's just that's just good for Atlanta United all around. For sure, yeah. David, sorry, um, you know, just looking at these uh, notifications, and uh, and I will get back more into it, but Atlanta United just says, oh, we have some news with the French flag, and it says five strikes don't stop. So... It looks, it looks like we just signed somebody. I'm pretty sure if, you know, um, it was that um, the, the guy that has been rumored uh, with all the sources saying that he was going to come here. But we'll get into that when we start talking about Goodman and everything. But sorry, just had to drop that. I just saw it. I was like, oh, snap. Just like three minutes ago, oh, they just dropped nice. it. So, uh, so yeah, we'll get we'll get more into talking about that. But, yeah, um, but yeah, dude, it was, I ah, mean, I think what we were expecting a tie to be a win. Um, you I think know, you said like a tie. A, a tie. I mean, I think I said <laughs> I one think, zero. <laughs> this is definitely what was one of those games I did not have that much confidence, uh, especially coming off a game where we just got demolished, um, and having Philadelphia, who's you know ahead of us in the rank in the in the standings, um, playing great soccer as well because you know they they, they produce so many young, uh, good players that have been transferred out, um, especially for um, what's the coach uh, the curtain curtain yeah um, you know, he, he, he's, he's, he was, you know, somebody supposedly he was getting looked at for the U.S. job as well. But nevertheless, it, great, great to see that from Atlanta United. It's inspiring. It's exciting. Um, but David, that's the MLS, right? Anybody can be anybody any given day. That's, that's, that's I think, the excitement of this uh, league uh, here in the U.S. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's a good win. It's a good quality opponent. Um, and we talked about it before. We had back-to-back away games coming up, so very important that you go into that those games with three points in the in your back pocket from this game at home. So hopefully we can pick up at least one win away. But uh, you know we always talk about how hard it is to win away from home. I, I think it was uh, here today that Atlanta has one win away from home this season, but the high um, uh, in in the East, uh, Cincinnati I think with the highest has four wins away. So most teams are either four it's definitely under four wins away it's four three a lot of ones so it's really hard to win away from home so we always got to keep that into perspective when it comes to uh you know what what we actually think is going to happen when the game starts um but did you see uh did you did you see how atlanta united trolled uh, jim Curtin? did you happen to catch that sec <laughs> yeah, so um, what a weird, what a weird statement though, as well. Yeah, and just uh, for our listeners, so Jim Curran, Jim Curran made a statement before the before the game, saying that um, he's got like some friends uh, or people that he knows that go to the game, and he said like they're all like SEC fans and are just here to party, um, and that if you like if you pulled out everybody's driver's license, it would be from all over the place. Whereas in Philadelphia, it's more organic and the people are like, you know, more in tune to what's going on, on the field. So Atlanta United to troll them after the victory, they, they posted a driver's license picture with Jim Curran on it as Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. So it was pretty funny. It was a good, good troll job. Uh, always nice when you when you win, you can do those kinds of things. 
But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, very good game. I'm glad we won that one. Definitely needed. Um, let me just go through the stats really quick, and then we'll go move on. But um, like I mentioned, the game pretty cl was pretty close. Possession was 49% Atlanta United to Philadelphia's 51%. So again, we talk about this all the time because Atlanta United usually wins a lot of the possession, but then you know the the the, the stat that really matters, which is the score line, score line, it's in a complete opposite direction. So possession isn't everything because when you're scoring goals, when you're creating chances, you're not going to have a lot of possession, all right? Uh, our expected goals was 0.85 to Philadelphia's 0.79. We had 13 shots on on uh, 13 shots. Philadelphia had 15. Um, six of our shots were on target. They had, like I mentioned earlier, one shot on target. So um, we had a lot of. Um, we had actually like I think the highest, one of the highest blocked shots of the season. I think we had like a total of nine block shots. Um, and I, I mean, I realized when I was at the game watching it because there were a lot of times Philadelphia got in some dangerous spots. Um, and I don't know if it's more of a right, right place, right time, or just everybody laying down the line. But they were blocking a lot of their shots, so it wouldn't even get to Bragg's end. Um, so that's good to see. As long as you keep those, um, those arms tucked behind your back, because we don't need any penalties either. <laughs> And I mean, the passes were very, yeah, 246 passes, ours, accurate passes, to their 262. Uh, so very, very close game. Um, two good teams that I see both teams uh, making it to the playoffs. Um, but yeah, Abner, anything else you want to add on that game besides uh, that we're happy? Well, you know, everybody's going to make their playoffs with the new playoff format. So <laughs> if you're, you're going to host it or whatever. But no, man, I was really excited, dude. I think... Um, I think Chol had a great first half. Um, in the second half, you know, he was do he was finding the, you know those gaps in between and making some runs and everything. So I, I think he looks good. I think he's uh, definitely from <laughs> from what we used to say from him. He's definitely improved a lot. Um, he probably hears us on the podcast as motivation when he's training or something. Uh, but no, that good is that was good to see um, from them. And uh, yeah, man, I think I think this if, if this is something to look forward to. Uh, with additional, you know, players that we may add and or, you know, you know, formation change, especially now that Goodman's gone. Um, how'd you think about Abram? I know, I don't know if it was because, I mean, I think most of it is because uh, Miles Robinson's not here. He's getting a lot of starts. But um, with, uh, with Ma if Miles were to come back whenever he gets done with the um, Gold Cup, uh, do you think he's the one that goes out or do you think it's Hernandez? Because I think both of them had a really good showing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Abram was part of the starting lineup when we lost 4-0. Um, so he definitely looked better in this game. Uh, maybe, you know, just build some more chemistry and it gets better. Um, so I think a pretty decent performance from him. Um, but, yeah, I think if, if we do lose Miles, he's probably the next one up instead of, like, let's say Noah Cobb because I just think Noah Cobb is just not ready for that quite yet. Um, but, I mean, it's just more to, to build – um, to build our, our, our uh, depth, um, and, but I still, you know, obviously it's really hard to replace somebody like Miles Robinson. Um, but you know, it's it's a it's a good thing to have him. He's up until now, I've been. I mean, he really hasn't got a lot of starting or playing time. Um, but he hadn't looked when he did get into the games. He, he didn't look as that good to me. So it's good to see that he put on um, a pretty pretty solid performance. Yeah, man, I'm excited to see it. So, uh, David, uh, who's our next victim? We ready for y'all. We are going to Montreal, Quebec, Canada to start Saputo 
to play Montreal Impact, or I think they call them that, Club de Foot. Club de Foot? Uh, very, very uh, funny to say that. <laughs> uh, so, so the last uh, uh, 11 head to head matches, uh, Atlanta United won five of them, we've lost three of them, and we've drawn once. So Atlanta United, uh, we 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 were we actually fell, so we fell to seventh place with 32 points. We were higher up, but uh, we had some games that happened um, yesterday. So Orlando won; um, they leapfrogged us. Um, a couple other results too made things really really tight now. Um, but Montreal is in 10th place with 26 points, so we've got a six point spread there. Um, and Montreal's coming off of a 1-0 uh, loss to NYFC at home. So hopefully we can be, uh, give them back-to-back -back losses. That would be nice. they got a few players to watch out for. Uh, Matthew Shanawi. Shanawi? Yeah. Rudy Camacho. Romel Kyoto. Uh, Mari Ofor. But, you know, it's kind of looking at their stats. And, um, you know, all their, all their goals are kind of uh, spread out. So they're not, they don't really have like, one dangerous striker you know like we do with Gigi so um, this team you know it's definitely a beatable team um, nothing really scares me about them um, however um, we really do not do well we already talked about you know it's hard to win away um, I don't even think I don't even know if we've ever won in Montreal honestly or at least it's been a long time yep yep <laughs> yeah we've never won in Montreal <laughs> so that's not good um, you gotta start somewhere, right, Abner? <laughs> yeah, gotta start somewhere. Gotta start. You know, it's crazy. They have uh, they have our our boy uh, George Campbell, um, and also our boy Eden Herrera, who's a place for Guatemala. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, but he yeah. won't be there obviously because uh, you know we got top of the group. <laughs> yeah, you. We're actually playing against Canada, so that'd be interesting. Imagine Guatemala beats Canada, he goes back to Canada. <laughs> yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Well, uh, the U.S. is playing Canada, but we'll get into that. Oh yeah, it is you said my bad. Same thing. Um, but same thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but Mijo, uh, what do you think uh Pineda is gonna roll with the same formation or you think he's gonna go back to the traditional formation that we usually play? I think he goes traditional, right? I think I think he's made, he's looking at at uh what what is gonna be Montreal's attack, what's what's their system, what's their style, um, how how can he counteract that, right? And I'm sure they are you know, doing the same thing. You know, what is Atlanta going to do? We're missing Gigi. You know, we know that to injury. We're going to bring in Barry. Um, what I would assume we'd be bringing Barry uh, to that attack. Uh, so I think he changed it, makes it more, you know, 4 4 however you want to call it. Um, and I think he goes more to that structure uh, just cause, uh, just to see what we can do. I mean, obviously, we haven't, we haven't won there in a while or at all, actually. Um, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a different atmosphere. Um, I don't know what's the weather up in Canada. Is it cold? Is it always cold? I don't I don't even know what it is over there. Because so, it, no, it's an indoor. Is it indoor or outdoor? Yeah, it's uh, indoor, right? I'm thinking of Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver or Toronto. Vancouver. Toronto's outdoor. Yeah, but Vancouver is indoor. Uh, no, it's outdoor. Montreal's outdoor too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, a lot of different factors, so I think he, he goes back to the same. I I mean, it's 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 nice to see. I think he, he can make those adjustments during the game, and the and the and the team will be able to react well. Um, but 
I've heard about this Duke kid. He's, he seems pretty dangerous. He played at LAFC. Um, he looks to be a, one of the dangerous, uh, has a good, I think he just got traded or just came on his team, has two goals, two assists. So he's been he's been playing really well. He's a young guy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. But at the same time, they're missing a lot of players. Um, so were we, but we also get at the end back, we get Fortune back um as well you know from the gold cup since um their teams unfortunately uh were eliminated from the gold cup so we do get some strength back at least in that aspect as subs um you know i think at the at the end had a really good um outing um he started some games and um something did it but he, he looked good um and then fortune of course scored that goal and you know he looked good as well um so obviously they're going to be in rhythm so i'm excited to see what um what coach Pineda, uh wants to do especially with a good uh week's rest um in, in between right yeah i i agree with you i think we're going to go back to our traditional uh formation um do you see any personnel changes to the lineup? Um, uh, no. I, I, th- I think he, I think he stays with with what we have. I think he goes um, maybe Sosa in the middle, uh, maybe uh, Rosetto in the middle, but probably Ibarra, Sedgwick, and Almada in the middle uh, with G- with uh, Barry up top and uh, Wiley and Cho on the wings, and then brings back Lennon. Yeah. And, uh, Maybe Bruce Hernandez to the other side. Yeah, yeah, I would think probably something like that. Bruce Hernandez to the other side brings back Brooks. Uh, yeah, I don't see, you know, I think Chol will probably get another start. Um, I think him and Tyler Wolf, you know, are pretty much neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so they both, you know, give 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 you a different look. Uh, but I think Chol just uh, he's got surprising um, speed sometimes when he comes off the bench where you don't really see it coming. I think Benita said he he, want, he put Chol in the starting lineup just because he's kind of like a bigger body to kind of contend with uh, the the strikers for uh, Philadelphia. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's yeah. I don't really see a whole lot changing except for the formation. Probably gonna roll out with the same folks. But like yeah, you mentioned we're gonna get some players back, so that's great. We'll have some more depth um, and some more bodies that we could throw in there. Um, so uh, what do you predict, Abner? What is your um, ball telling you? Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna ride this winning train. We're gonna do some impossible things, and we're gonna go up there. We're gonna win uh, 2-0. 2-0. 2-0, baby. That's nice. I like it. Um, I'm gonna be more pessimistic on this one. I'm gonna say one-one draw. Mm, hey, I'll take a draw away. Yeah, especially in a place we have a one in. So, um, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that draw. Um, all right, Abner, anything else to add on that before we move on? Uh, no, man, I'm excited uh, to see the game's what, uh, Saturday? Saturday at 7.30 Eastern. Saturday at 7.30 Eastern, so yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be actually at Topgolf, um, but I'll make sure the game is on there. If not, I have my phone on me so I can watch it. Um, so I know you'll probably be at your, your parents. Yeah, yeah. Celebrating think, your dads. Uh, and Yeah, we're going to be partying for sure. Hey, party, party, party. Yeah, ever since I beat you at Corho, y'all never invite me over. I know, dude. Um, for those of you that don't know, dude, Abner's a ringer, man. Look, <laughs> don't get away by this guy, man. This guy closes his eyes, throws it behind the back, and holds it every time. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, but David, lots of news coming around for Atlanta United and around the world in the Gold Cup and everything. What you got for us? 
Yeah, man. So obviously we heard the news, and uh, you know we we talked about it when we didn't see Andrew Gutman in the lineup. We we're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, Andrew's played a lot of minutes this year. I mean, I think anybody besides Brooks um, that have consistently played every game for ninety, uh, almost as much as possible, ninety minutes, as long as they're healthy. Um, and then boom, we get the news that Andrew Gutman is um, rumors that he's being traded, and then finally confirmed. Andrew Gutman is traded to Colorado Rapids for an international spot and some money. I believe it's a it's a good bit of money, something like I think around around five hundred thousand dollars in that in that ballpark. Um, so I mean, probably from a business side, it's you know it's it's good as, because we got an international spot and we made money on Gutman because I don't believe we paid a lot for him. Um, but it's just tough because not only was he a fan favorite, uh, he's also I think one of the most consistent solid players for our team so i'm hoping that there is some reasoning behind the madness and this is the first uh transfer window we have garth logaway um uh you know pulling the strings so you know if you're gonna get rid of somebody like andrew gutman um you gotta have something big and you just mentioned it after the, the french um french player i think he played in the second division in france um, I believe he's a defender, so I'm not sure if it's a like-for-like like, uh, uh, switch or if he if that's just something to 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 strengthen another part of the the defense. But you know, until I see what we do next, I'm not really too thrilled about this move. What about you? Yeah, man, it was heartbreaking news. Um, I had people text me about it, and I was like, wait, what? And then I just looked right into it. Um, I listened to Jason, who's, um, you know, the announcer and analyst for Atlanta United. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because the dude, dude worked his butt off. Um, you know, he apologized to us. When, I mean, I don't think he should have. I mean, it is what it is. But it's that just that just means that he, that's the type of character that he is. Um Dude always worked hard. Dude was passionate. Dude, you know, you, there's nothing more you can ask for from a player, and it sucks to see it. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it is a business, so obviously there's something coming up. They needed that international spot, so let's see what uh, what they do with it. Um, uh, but it is sad to see him. Um, you know, I'm definitely uh, gonna miss him at the at the games and um, watching him play. Um, he was one of Isaiah's favorite teams, and uh, you know, something we spoke on earlier in the season, right, when we were talking about jerseys. Um, and I also mentioned this to my buddy Andrew. It's so hard to get players' jerseys and numbers on your back uh, in the MLS because just like Leon Gutman, you know, became a fan favorite. You get his name and jersey, and boom, he's gone. Well, I don't think <laughs> no. I don't think it's the MLS. I think it's just Atlanta United. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think I think MLS in general. But I think obviously Atlanta United is you know one of the top. I think people that move, but I mean, it happens all over the MLS, but you saw what happened to Pisado and in, in Inter Miami and, you know, and all these other yeah. things. But, but yeah, obviously for us, it hits home because, you know, obviously this is our club. This is our team. Um, but yeah, it, it's tough, you know, uh, but I do wish him the best. I, I hope, you know, other than, you know, unless he plays against us, I, I just hope he, you know, scores a known goal and gives us three points as, <laughs> for something uh but you know he was going to become a free agent he you know it was one of those things where his contract was up let's get what we can from him and you know with who we have defensive votes we were allowing goals no matter what so maybe we bring in somebody that's going to fortify that that um aspect of our game 
And, you know, like I said earlier, that thing just dropped. They had the French flag, and they had a Land United jersey behind it. So rumors are that it's this center defensive mid from uh, from the French League 2, or League on 2, or however you want to call it. Um, and a uh, young player, he's made about 35 appearances. So I don't know if it's him or somebody else. Who knows? Uh, the, as everybody knows, the free agency um, started today, uh, July 5th. You're probably going to hear this tomorrow. Um, so yeah, dude, I mean, I'm excited. It's going to be a busy, uh, I think it's going to be a busy season, busy season, uh, for Atlanta United. We have guys like Almada who might leave or, and then get sent back to us alone, or he might leave in January. I mean, he's leaving eventually, right? Um, we had, uh, um, Manchester United, Manchester City apparently, um, asked about him. I don't know how serious that was, but even, even with that being said, like putting those names to his name, you know, you know, he's, he's bound to obviously go and uh you know go to you know what he wanted to use the mls um to get his name out there and obviously you know it's working for him getting the international call-up becoming a world cup champion um but we'll see uh it's all it's all on your hands what's what's the guy's name garth garth Largoway. yeah yeah the things that concern me is i don't want to do what we did in the past and we we want the the shiny object of a young South American that you can turn and sell for a profit um, because you know Garth did say that we need stability we need consistency and then boom you get rid of Andrew Gutman who's literally that definition of that um, so I, I'm, I'm getting scared because we talked about this I was like would you rather have uh, Julian Gressel or Arujo right and we're like we'd rather have Gressel but we sold Gressel because he wanted more money and we bought an Arujo who didn't perform anywhere near what we got for Gressel. Um, so those are the things that just scare me because I, I think especially from a defensive end, I mean, I think you can find solid American defenders that you're not throwing the bank get and they tend to do better than either South Americans or other European-based players. Um, I think Americans make good defenders in MLS and... Um, you know, Andrew Goodman, Brooks Lennon, I mean, they're, they're one of many American defenders that, that play really well. Um, but yeah, that's the news so far. I'm sure you mentioned the international uh, transfer window is open, so you're going to start hearing more rumors, more more things going along. Um, I, I'm sure we've got that we're going to be a very active in the transfer window because we need, a, we need some reinforcements and we need to know what our team is going to look like for the rest of the season to make that final playoff push and then do do well in the playoffs but some other news abner uh big game we had el trafico uh which is lafc versus galaxy and they break the mls attendance record with eighty-two thousand people at the rose bowl with galaxy winning two to one um first did you catch the game and two what do you think about that man yeah man i was actually uh, was able to watch uh, most of the first half and then I watched about the second half. Uh, it's crazy, man. Um, LA Galaxy's got their got their number, man. It's crazy. Uh, Golazo, the first Golazo, that was that was beautiful. And then uh, Ricky played really well. Um, it, it's good. It's good. It's good for MLS. It's good uh, to see that atmosphere, dude. We uh, we need to double that. We need to do something. We need to double, double it. One hundred and sixty thousand. Yeah, bro, let's go. Yeah, let's go impo- for it. That's impossible. <laughs> now, we, I mean, I, I, I just feel like we need something out here, right? I think we need something that's going to be a good uh, a good rivalry match that we can uh, fill up this in. But, David, yeah, I mean, if it's Atlanta United, who 
would it be Orlando? Because I mean, it hasn't. I don't in, think so. Uh, you know, uh, well, maybe you Miami. Know, I don't know. Do you mean in terms of uh, just like a rivalry game, or you mean in terms of um, numbers where you can? Beat in terms that? of no, in terms of numbers, in terms of numbers, yeah. Like yeah, I. In terms of beating like eighty-two thousand. Like just imagine, like you know, when when Atlanta travels to Charlotte, when we travel to Orlando, it, I mean, we have a little corner. We have, you know, except Charlotte, we were pretty. It was pretty Atlanta United heavy there. Mm-hmm. But like seeing both fan bases on each side, the you know that was all that was cool. Like, yeah, it's fun. Going one, you know, you go in one way, you get your support. You go in the other way, you're getting chewed out. Hey. You get you know hate and stuff. That's beautiful, dude. That's yeah, like my Iowa. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so that's I think that's beautiful to see, and uh, I, that would be exciting. But I just don't know what teams out here that that were but would be capable because I mean, yeah, I know the LAFC, LA Galaxy is. I mean, the LAFC came in with twenty eight, nineteen, twenty. How old uh, is LAFC? Twenty nine. I think they came in a year after us, didn't they? Twenty nineteen. Year after us, yeah. So twenty nineteen. It's only been four years, and it's already getting this much attention. You know, granted, the media did, you know, did really well as, you know, calling it a Trafico and the fans itself uh, did really well with Slatan, you know, and Carlos Vela and Chicharito and getting players that are going to get um, a lot of uh, a lot of attention. Um, so I think they did well. It was awesome to see July 4th, dude, uh, soccer game to get packed out like that. I mean, you, you can tell me that like five years ago. I probably wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty dope. It was it was it's good. It's fun to see. It's kind of funny though because the Rose Bowl is pretty interesting because it's a very old stadium. But I was like, Have you been there? When they, uh, I'm sure I have a long, long time ago. When um, you know, when we used to live in LA, I mean, like you probably did. We used to go every Fourth of July to uh, watch the Galaxy play, and they would always have fireworks. And I think a few times they would have it at the Rose Bowl. Um, but yeah, I was like just looking at it. I was like, hey, that doesn't that doesn't look like eighty two thousand people like looking at the the Rose Bowl. <laughs> but I think it's just because everything's like so like packed in. Because like even the Charlotte Stadium looks like it's bigger than that. Than that. But it's probably because it's just an old stadium and everything's like smushed in together. Um, but yeah, man, it, it'd be cool to have something like that. I I was kind of joking around, half serious, but I posted something on the Atlanta United fans page about hey, let's play at Sanford Stadium, which is where the Bulldogs play. And let's 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 knock that record out of the uh, the water, you know, because that thing seats like ninety thousand. Man, that would uh, be dope. And I and I got a lot of I got a lot of hate, dude. Everyone was like, "No, this is stupid." I probably um, have Georgia Tech fans. Yeah, we're not gonna drive all the way to <laughs> Athens, all this stuff. So, yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. But I don't know. Maybe you never know. One day, uh, you know, like the way Georgia and Florida play, where it's a neutral site every year, and they play in Jacksonville. So maybe you can find a neutral site somewhere where you know both teams agree to to meet up and um, you can get 90,000 in those stadiums. I mean, I don't think we if we played Charlotte, you know, at, at a big stadium like that, I don't think we'd have um, issues filling it, but you know, with the uh, Mercedes-Benz the way it is, I don't think it's going to be um, expanded for a while. I think there are some talks about increasing the capacity to close to 80,000, but Right now, we're gonna have to settle with having the third best attendance record because remember Charlotte had broken ours for their home opener last year. Um, so we're at third highest attendance with like seventy. I think seventy-four thousand is the highest we got. Uh, you know, it's crazy. I've been part of two out of the three. Yeah. I, well, you, it, you were at the Atlanta United game, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure I was. Uh, because I think the the home opener at the Mercedes-Benz is when we set the 
one of the records. We said a lot of records, because if you look at the list of the top 10, it's yeah. like, LA guys, LAC, Charlotte, and it's like Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. <laughs> so uh, we just, uh, it'd be nice to get that top spot back. I don't um, know, I think we're gonna hit another one when Messi comes. Yeah, but it's gonna, the highest we can get is like 74,000. It's the yeah. it's like capacity. Bring the primos, bring the tias, the tios, and all of Maybe they'll do Stanny, Stanny, Stanny Ramon. Because you know, a lot of people like, a lot of people don't sit in their seats and they sit around like the bars and like, you know, that top part over there? Yeah. Where the where you have the glass. Where Kanye was. There. Yeah, we're Kanye. <laughs> yeah, let's put some people up on the Halo board. Hey, speaking of that, dude, oh my God, I get so irritated. And I don't know if we're still like trying to pay off the bends, but dude. Can we get some more replays on the damn Halo board and not yeah. all these advertisements, dude? It's so uh, frustrating. You're like, oh, what happened? Oh, I got to see that again. And it says, like, play the lotto or go get yeah, yourself a Mercedes Benz. I'm like, dude, come on. It's like uh, the advertisements crazy. are ridiculous, dude. Yeah, apparently, apparently, uh, Jason and Mike, they weren't getting any replays either in their booths. So I don't know if it's like a whole stadium thing or broadcasting. I don't know. That's which was I thought yeah. it was kind of weird, but yeah, really, that's really that does get annoying because like you try to see like why was it a yellow? Like let me yeah. do I need to yell at the ref? Like not like he's gonna change his mind, but I would like to yell at him. Or when they call like an offsides <laughs> call uh, and you thought he was on, you're like, oh dude, let me see the replay. That looked like yeah. he was on. But that's kind of yeah, the beauty yeah. of like whenever you go to the game and I don't or vice versa, it's like I can text you and be like, hey, was he off or what? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're like, yeah, dude. No, that's kind of like, nice. Because oh, okay. both at the game, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, in person, like it's, it's it's really hard to tell on a TV. You get all the replays, all the angles and stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it's funny. And I, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll complain about that. But dude, on the fourth, of the you know, for the game, it was a heat advisory that day. And I was like, God, thank God we have an air conditioned indoor mm. stadium because <laughs> um, it was it was hot, it was hot and humid. So yeah, I'll, I'll complain about the scoreboard, but we have a nice stadium at the yeah. end of the day. Um, last thing, Abner, you talked about it earlier um, um, at the top of the show. The Gold Cup, we have made it to the semifinals. Um, there were a lot of fun games. I love. I mean, I know a lot of people complain about the Gold Cup and the the you know the level of competition but dude world cup's always fun um games every day makes you feel like a little mini world cup um and then you get to see you know the david with versus goliath um, um games and dude um shot you know i want to give props out to um a lot of the caribbean countries they really brought it um they started off the uh the tournament really hot i mean very good spots the last game just didn't go their way because you had um you know we mentioned you know we've got um at the end, uh, playing for Haiti, um, they started off really well, uh, and then they ended up not making it. But uh, really solid performance from Haiti, Guadeloupe, Martinique. Um, you know, obviously Jamaica's the next round, um, and uh, you know even Cuba. You know, before the players defected, <laughs> uh, they didn't look too bad either. Um, obviously Saint Kitts and Nevis, they got blown out. But do this, I think this is the first time they've made the Gold Cup. So it's good for them because, uh, you know, this is part of the Nations League, too, where a lot of these countries, I think they said it, um, the most capped player for Trinidad had only played 36 games. It's crazy. And um, and it's because, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, teams that want to play against those teams, they don't, they don't get the competition, so their team never improves. So I know sometimes it's like, well, why is USA playing, say, Kitts and Nevis and we're going to destroy them 6-0? I mean, they're just going to get better, and, you know, you can see – Guadalupe, Martinique, Haiti, I mean, a lot of, especially the Central American teams, really, really struggled um, against those teams. Um, 
But yeah, uh, we're down to the last eight. So we've got uh, USA versus Canada coming up July 9th. You got Panama versus Qatar, which uh, Qatar shouldn't be there, but Mexico lost to Qatar 1-0. I don't know if you saw the stats, but it was like 26 shots to uh, one. And the one, one shot, one. They, yeah. Uh, they shouldn't have made it, but Mexico just blew it. Um, and then you got Mexico against Costa Rica. And then you got Guatemala versus Jamaica. That's going to be a good game. Guatemala, dude, that game was intense, man. Mm. Um, and again, shout out to Guadalupe. It, it was kind of fun watching. It reminded me of the World Cup when it was uh, uh, Germany, Costa Rica. Um, uh, who was it? Who else was it? Well, they were the, you know, when the standings were going back and forth. And at Japan. one point, uh, was it Japan? I think so. But it was at that when you had like at that one point you had like Costa Rica going through us top of the group. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, it yeah. Was, Everything was changing where it was like Guatemala was out for the majority of the part. You had Guadalupe on top, and then Canada, you know, got on top, and then everybody was tied at one point with five points, and it was all down to goal differential, which Guatemala was odd man out. But dude, it was a great game back and forth. Guadalupe was up one zero. Guatemala came back one one. Guadalupe was up two one. And then I believe they got the that penalty, and that's where we got the penalty save. Scored two two, tied it up, and then boom, game winner goal also three two. Guatemala goes through, um, and I mean they're I mean Guatemala's looking like they're they're a top contender, man. Jamaica definitely has their work cut out for them. Yeah, dude, and you know that's the that's the way the soccer gods play, right? Because that VAR uh, review was ridiculous and stupid. It was, it was beyond frustrating. It it, it was the that dumbest first, call. I, the first penalty, I get the second one, but the first one, dude. Yeah, that yeah, was the dumbest thing. Like how how like it being you're holding hands and it hits both of our hands. You're gonna call a PK on me like that? Yeah, that don't get me started. I don't want to even go into that. But luckily, the soccer gods are great and. You know, it was a great game, David. Like you said, it was. I was yelling. I was upset. I was mad. I was yelling again. I was excited. I was emotional. Hey, emotional rollercoaster. But that's that's the beauty of this game, right? And I think, yeah. like you said, like a lot of these games, a lot of these teams brought it, you know, and they given us like good games. And um, dude, the following, like Guatemala, dude, they they're packing it out, like, man. You know, usually, like usually you'll see like uh, you know Mexico, USA. Yeah. And man, Guatemala just to fill out that stadium, and it, it was amazing to see, man. And I think that's one thing, like you know, being being American, and of course, you know, uh, Guatemalteco as well. Want that for the U.S., man? Like, and you don't see that passion, that that um, you know, the excitement yeah. that you see people, you know, in tears to hear the their net their their team, the national anthem be heard, and everybody singing at the same time. Like that sense of pride, I think. Dude, if, if USA is a, and then I'm not saying they don't have it, but if they're able to like do it collectively, I yeah. if, if as as players, right? Because like it's crazy, and a lot of like uh, my uh, Mexican friends will bring this up. It's like, dude, like you guys are playing at home, but you guys are overthrown. It's like it's true. Like like USA plays in LA, and it's eighty percent Mexican following to our twenty percent USA. More. You know, <laughs> probably more and. You had Pulisic, who remember that? I don't know if it was a Nation League final. He went and shushed the crowd. It's like, dude, we're yeah. at home. Like, that's crazy yeah. to me, right? So I just hopefully, you know, especially with the USA, the World Cup being here, the Copa America being here, the FIFA Club World Cup being here, like, 
dude, like they, they um, we need that passion for the United States, and it's just beautiful to see Guatemala have that. Uh, you know, especially for you know, like I'm sure for your parents and uh, you know my parents, like you know the, the excitement they see the change of soccer. How you know before it's like man, you know, of course I'm a cheer for Guatemala, but you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, but now it's like man, like these guys are giving us hope, and it's beautiful to yeah. see. Loving it, man. Yeah, they, they, we've got a, a good couple of players. We've got some that play in MLS. We've got Mendes Lane, the British guy that plays for Darby <laughs> County, who's, uh, I think, his his, his dad's uh, English and his mom's Guatemalan. you got, uh, who you mentioned, Edit, uh, Aaron Herrera, who plays for uh, uh, Montreal Impact. And then you, you got Ruby Rubin, who scored two two goals. He plays for RSL. So, um, it, yeah, it's nice that we actually, like, we looks like we got a good, solid team. Finally, after years and years, after you know, Pescadito Carlos Luis left, that we're like, dude, who's gonna score goals for us now? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, you mentioned, you know, it, it, I love the passion Guatemalans. Bring. I always love too. The, this is like a Central American team where, like, when they almost score and you can hear the whole like crowd, like, ooh, yeah. You know, like I love like that 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 atmosphere they bring. And you know, even Canada, dude. Canada's like they're the same boat with the USA because they played their one of their games in Toronto, dude. And I was like, dude, they get more people there for. Toronto FC than their their national team. Yeah. It was like, and then I mean, the, the crowd wasn't it wasn't a sellout. I believe that stadium only seats like twenty two thousand, and then the crowd wasn't like you know it was you know not complete there. And, and then you know it's a little bit different with the national team because obviously with the MLS team, you have you know home games week in week out, so you got a supporter section, you got your chance, you got your routine. When you're the national team, you know it's once in a great while. Like like for us, we've never, I don't. I think the only time the U.S. has come here wasn't the Georgia Dome for the Gold Cup, and we haven't seen them since. So you don't have a lot of the supporters coming together regularly. It's like once in a while, so you got a handful of chants that you know some people participate in, others don't. Um, so yeah, I would like to see the, the the passion grow. But I mean, dude, kudos to Charlotte. Um, they they had the game. I think they had um, they had a good like 40 ish thousand people there. Um, and uh, I mean, the crowd looked good. Uh, Pulisic even commented. He said, "Like, yeah, this is like the best, the best crowd he's seen for the U.S. Um, either ever or um, in a long time." And again, that was against, uh, you know, uh, uh, Saint Kitts, right? Where we, uh... oh no, I'm sorry, that was against Trinidad, where we blew him out six zero. Um, so uh, you know, good for Charlotte. It'd be nice for us to get it. Um, yeah, forty thousand is what they had. Um, it'd be nice for us to have a game at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but probably wouldn't get it for anything important until we get grass put in. That's for sure, man. That's that's all we needed is that grass. Yeah. Um, so Abner, now that we've got um, you know our final eight, uh, we saw that you know uh, even Canada kind of struggled against Cuba. They let them back in the game a little bit because they only won four-two. Um, what 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 do you see out of these eights? I don't know if you're looking at the bracket, but you got Guatemala and Jamaica on one side, and Mexico and Costa Rica on this on that same side. And on the other side, you got USA, Canada, and Panama, and Qatar. Um, so obviously, you know we're probably both going to have USA. You would say Panama probably beats Qatar, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so you have a USA Panama semifinal. You, we'd say US makes it to the final. You got Guatemala and Jamaica. Let's say Guatemala makes it. All right. You're gonna say it. And then Mexico, Costa Rica. You would obviously say Mexico. Costa Rica. <laughs> so let's say if you got Mexico and Guatemala, um, 
You know, that, that'd be interesting. That'd be a crazy game to meet up because, man, there's probably going to be a lot of fights at the game. <laughs> I mean, Mexican fans were fighting against amongst themselves. I don't know if yeah. you saw that viral video going on. And, David, breaking news, uh, Land United just uh, just uh, put it out there. Uh, they did sign uh, Tristan Muyamba uh, from EA uh, Gwintkamp. Um, so, yeah, there it is. Uh, valued it's at French. 900. So, yeah, French guy. Uh, yep, they're going to use the international spot that was acquired from Colorado in the uh, Andrew Gubin trade. So yeah, there's uh, there's one domino falling. Uh, What's his position? So, uh, center defensive mid. Mm, center defensive mid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wonder if that's more of like a, more of a six or more of an eight. Uh, I think he's going to be like a six, I would assume. It's just really weird because like... Um, Maybe it's just because of the contracts, because because you know we mentioned Goodman was in his last year. He's about to be free agent. Because I was like, dude, can we get rid of like Little Seto? <laughs> that guy costs a lot of money. Doesn't do anything. I mean, look, we we're freaking playing Sadich in starting Sadich over Little Seto, and Sadich probably gets like a hundred and something, maybe two hundred thousand. But Abner yes. coming off hot with the breaking news. Hey, look, I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, so he's played. Uh, he played for the Monaco U19s, the Monaco B team. Uh, Brug, Monica B team again, Toulon, and then the uh, he broke into the uh, the, the top team, which is Gungab, who played in the league on two. Um, he is, uh, see here, he's 26 years old. He's a mm. plays as a defensive midfielder, so um, valued at 900,000. So ah, we'll see. Uh, welcome, welcome to Atlanta United. Bring bring that. Uh, Bring that beautiful game here. Bring that grit. I think uh, that would be lovely to see somebody like that in the middle next to Ibarra. Um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get more details about him uh, later on. I doubt it. He makes his debut this weekend, maybe the week after that. Um, so we'll see, David. So, yeah, there's that. Was uh, I was going to say it was either first freshman, but wasn't Pogba? Wasn't he? He's French, right? When we had Pogba. <laughs> That guy was so goofy. He would like almost lose the ball every time and then get through. Have you ever watched? Uh, dang. It's when uh, it's it's a movie. Uh, Gerald Butler's in it too. It's a USA movie uh, when they beat um, England 1 0 in, I think it was a 1950 uh, World Cup. Uh, I didn't have to see that. Here, here, oh, you never seen it. Hold on. Let me see it. You need to watch it, dude. It's a. It's, I mean, it's not going to be like, you know, oh, my God, it's the greatest movie, but it's just cool because it's like you kind of learn history about uh, soccer. Um, so let me see if I can pull it up. But he reminds me, uh, Pogba used to remind me of the Game, game of Their Lives. Um, yeah. It's the, the guy that um, scored the goal. His name was, uh, I forgot, like Gation or something like that. But uh, it's, uh, it's a good movie, man. You should, you should definitely watch it. Uh, it's got some, uh, yeah, so it's got, yeah, he plays Joe Gations. Um, mm. and he's the one that I think scored the goal, yeah. So it's, uh, the movie is called The uh, A Game of Their Lives. Interesting, uh, I'll just check it out. You did, you definitely did. It's, it's pretty cool. You get a good insight of, uh, um, how crazy because he, so basically, like, just to give you a little, um, it's like it, it's a reporter talking to, uh, another a young reporter talking to another reporter who was uh who reported about the game and uh and you see like it's like the beginning of the mls like it's an mls all-star game and you see like a young uh a uh, young eddie pope a young landon donovan um with those baggy uh mls 
jersey <laughs> and then it goes into the movie and so it's pretty cool you should check it out man whenever you have free time check it out game of their lives it's pretty cool uh but yeah anyways sidetrack that's what pogba reminded me of uh, but yeah dude i'm excited we'll see we'll see what happens so breaking news um i'm sure everybody will hear tomorrow but david yeah here you hear it here first but really quick man um uh for the gold cup final uh, it'd be cool to see Guatemala U.S. final, and you know, obviously, that'd be good. I mean, either way, it's a win-win for us. But most likely, you're probably gonna see a U.S.-Mexico um, final, and uh, I think it's pretty much based. That'd be cool to see too. But uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, right now, I, I think honestly, uh, you know, I, you know, obviously, Mexico lost one zero to Qatar because other than that, they were looking pretty good. I so really I really think good. you know, and I mean, obviously, we tied Jamaica, so. Yeah, right. I mean, right now, I think everyone except for Guitar and Canada, I would say, in the final eight. Um, you know, it really could be this. This could be a crazy Gold Cup, and maybe we won't have the standard final that we usually have with US hey, and Mexico. Hey, so to ask you this, um, you know, obviously the top two favorites are definitely going to be USA and uh, Mexico. Uh, Jamaica is there too. Who has a harder road to the final, though, USA or Mexico? Uh, I think Mexico does honestly. Yeah, me too. They gotta yeah. they gotta play Costa Rica and then either Jamaica or Guatemala is gonna be a tough game too. Then right. you gotta you know then you're gonna probably end up facing U.S. I think Canada, um, you know obviously the U.S. isn't playing with their with their main players and Canada's out some of their players too. But I think just the drop from the U.S. going, you know using their backup to Canada has just you've seen it, it's just been a lot bigger drop for Canada because they're I mean they're struggling with the with I mean they struggle with Cuba again I mean so did Guatemala but obviously that's Guatemala and that they're playing a Cuba with some of their players that have defected you know <laughs> so uh yeah we'll have to see uh but um you know I like the I like the U.S. odds and I like Guatemala's odds yeah man it's gonna be uh if Guatemala can just keep keep playing like they do and not not lose their heads I think we can give them a fight um, and I think, yeah, I think, Mex I mean, I think I had Mexico one of my favorites because, like, they were just playing really good ball. And I guess Qatar, they played, I mean, they should have won the game. If you look at the stats, they should have won the game. Uh, but that's the game of soccer. You can have all the possession, all the shots and everything, but all you need is one chance, one opportunity. Um, and, you know, that's that can define the game. So, uh, but, yeah, dude, we'll see. I'm excited. Uh, it starts, what, Saturday and Sunday? Uh, so I'm excited to, uh, you know, sit down and, these games and uh, see what happens. Yep, let's do it. Um, let's go Cup seeding up and um, Line United. Let's let's ride that momentum. Let's get another win. Keep those points rolling. Let's move up the dang table, man. I don't like being that move up the table. the table. Even though <laughs> eleven out of the twelve qualified for the playoffs, I don't want to be traveling to watch a playoff game. I'd rather watch it here at home um, at the Mercedes Benz. Uh, so, David. Let's go, man. Atlanta United, let's get that win on the road. Let's get that first win in, um, where are we going? Uh, Montreal. Mm -hmm. and, uh, let's go, baby. Let's go, Atlanta. Let's do it. All right. We out. Peace, y'all. Later. ATL. ATL, ho, what? ATL, ho, what? We ATL. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Dude, we almost went to the game. But in Cincinnati, so I was Cincinnati. driving. Yeah, to watch Guatemala, Jamaica, and then USA, Canada.